Hey, Eric Bischoff here. And if you're looking for the inside scoop, all of the information, look no further than the Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Woman. What tells you what, JK? I guess that means I'm JK. Yeah. All right. Nice. I I, I spoke. I didn't know I spoke Japanese, but I do. Just a little bit. I I'm not as fluent as that as I am in Spanish. Yeah. Um, I've always, I've always wanted to learn it though, so I, I should probably get on that if I want to go out to New Japan sooner or later. Yeah, because you know that that's that's smart. I guess I don't know. So, um, guys, this episode we we plugged about it last week. We talked about it. We we t- we were excited. And by the way, shout out to all the people that showed up at OVW's uh, tailgating, as well as the SNS special. What a great show! What a great time! We'll talk about that on another show. But I just want to throw it out there. Uh, what a great great prime. I know Jeremy, you couldn't be there. You're as we're as this is Aaron. You're you're um you you're in the you're in the beach somewhere. So, uh, but we appreciate everybody that came out. All right. So, anyways, uh, this episode is about video games. Our 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 favorites are what we like. Uh, we had a few people tweet us out uh, talking uh, talking about what they liked. So we'll we'll give a shout out to them and talk about it throughout the show. So before we do though, let's talk about our sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Go to collarnoblebrandstore.collarnoblebrand.com, and when you do that, and anything you order, anything you buy. Use promo code RINGSIDE, all capital letters, and you save 10% off of your entire order and get the best wrestling apparel there is today, which is Color Numbo. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it. I'll just I'll maybe mention them one more time before we end the show, and there you go. What you said is finally making tall tees now, which is, or is that just special request? That's going to be a special request for you, Jeremy. Oh, okay. They so always, they, they so make- forget the tall tee thing. I was lying. They make them. You said the special order them. Period. Do it. Okay. Email, do it. Do it. And they're not the soft shirts. They're little. They're made like the regular shirts. Not the soft to kind they get because they don't make those in tall tees. So, which pretty soon expect to bring some podcast shirts to be available at OVW events as well as, um, um, fanny packs, fanny packs, and other stuff as uh, OVW uh, OVW Coffee has, uh, what, uh, shows. Um, all right. So let's talk about these video games, guys. Let's uh, let's get, let's break it down. Let's get down to it. Um, do we want to go over what the reader, what our, what our? We'll, we'll break that down in a minute. We'll get okay. that in a minute. So, only video games. Uh, I really, we really don't have a format of how we're going to do this. We're just kind of throwing this out there and having a conversation. So, you why know, don't we, why don't we all give our favorite one first? Okay. I mean, or, I know you said we didn't have a format, but I just established a format. Or not even. Let's our start favorite. with the first one we played. Well, okay. So, so. Let me back up for a second. Okay. So what I was gonna, what we we're gonna talk about, I figured there's different, there's different uh, gaming systems you may have. What my favorite gaming system may have been today on my my Xbox One may not be the best game. I may have a different one on PlayStation Two because that game wasn't available on PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like that. That so I figured we talk about our favorites in different eras and different different gaming systems. Okay, I mean my favorite of all time. Was on like the regular Nintendo, so right. But but I mean, even to this day, that was my favorite. Well, yeah, I mean, I, and we all have a retro. Like I still love Super Mario Brothers three and, and right. one even. So I mean, yes, I mean, it, 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 we have favorites, and we can have an overall favorite. That's cool. But let's figure we just kind of break down different ones we like to play, and then maybe one we may have forgot about one or two, and one of them say something, or maybe some of our Twitter um, uh, people that reached out on Twitter might say something, and it might make us throw in another, you know, hey, let's talk about that game or whatnot. So. 
So, like I said, no format. We'll just kind of this is just a general chit chat conversation. But J.K., let's start with you. Um, you know, you want you can go retro, you can go get current, whatever you want to do. But what would be your one of your? We'll just say one of your, unless you want to say it's your favorite of all time, favorite game is, games uh, for wrestling. Well, one of my favorite ones that you know, I think it was the first pro wrestling game that I played was the old WCW Nitro game for the PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot that game was just so awesome to me as a kid because. I don't know if I've mentioned this on podcast before, but I was originally like a pro WCW guy since my favorite was uh, Macho Man. Yeah. So I could play as Macho Man, and I would go against my cousin who was a Hulk Hogan fan, and we would do Hogan versus Savage matches or play through the story mode. One of the things that always um, appealed to me was like with WCW Nitro, before you could pick the characters, you could hit, I think it was the square button, and it would play like a like ten a pro- or, like a promo, right? Yeah, yeah. A 10, 15 second promo telling them like why you should pick them. Um, Nash and Scott Halls were the funniest to me because they <laughs> yeah. they were their usual just chillax, very apathetic mood. Uh, Stings was very intense. Macho Man and Ric Flair was would always hype you up. DDP's promos were always hilarious to me because he would always say, "Hey, hey, 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 monkey boy," all the time, even in WCW Thunder. And I would spend like countless hours in the story mode just grinding to get like specific characters unlocked. Like I think you can unlock like weird side characters. Um, you could also unlock, I think it was the Hulkamania Hogan character, um, the older Macho Man character too. So I think all around I've probably spent like a hundred and fifty hours at least on that game. That game was created in nineteen ninety eight. It can't it became available it was available on the PlayStation, the Nintendo sixty four and Microsoft Windows. So you're gonna play it on the computer at the time and it was in ninety eight. Uh, it wasn't the first WCW game though. There was quite a few mini before that, but that was the first one. Uh, that was actually the second one on PlayStation, but the first one that probably um, was basically Nitro and kind of had that newer look to it. What was in the first one? On well, the, the first the, on the PlayStation was called WCW versus the World. Oh yeah, yeah. it was in a year before that, uh, and it had um, Sting on the cover, um, the Crow Sting. Uh, and that one was uh, pretty similar to that one, except the Nitro version became had more players to it and became right. more upgraded, uh, but very similar uh, pl- game style. What this was, it was just like the the and this was um, the deal they had with THQ. So it was kind of like their they brought that game out first, and then that they came out with the next version, which was better or whatnot, fixed the gameplay, added, added more to the roster, stuff of that nature. Yeah, so yeah, THQ was like the company for wrestling games back then and up to like the mid 2010s I well think. thq pretty much had and wcw had them unlocked so like wv games wf games were okay but they wasn't as good as wcw games during that time wcw wcw killed it in games back then um and we'll talk about a little bit of that uh but uh so yeah i actually like that game a lot i played it many times and i do i do remember um that the cover had uh hollywood hogan in the middle with sting there and the and, giant yep yeah, and um, it, you know, it was like I said, but that, that was available a little more platforms other than PlayStation. But I played it on PlayStation myself. I didn't have it on anything else either. Uh, but it was available on other ones too. Uh, did you play that game, Jeremy? Yeah, I did. I, I liked it. I, I was. I bought every wrestling game that came out on. I pretty much did during that time too. Any, yeah. uh, I had PlayStation. I had. I mean, Nintendo but if I bought the game, but I, but I mean, if Gen- I bought the game on PlayStation, I'm going to buy it on 64 unless it was a 64 exclusive game, which we'll get to right. those in a and minute. And they had like they did yeah. have. The, the wrestling games you could buy on the Nintendo 64, you couldn't buy on PlayStation. Right. Uh, some of the PlayStation ones you could get on Nintendo 64, but they it wasn't. This one became way. available on Nintendo 64 a year later, though. Okay. So that's probably why. Yes. And then um, we'll talk about some other, because one of my favorite WCW games was on Nintendo 64 only, which um, I'll get to go into. Uh, but what were you? What, what do you want to? We'll go ahead and go with you, Jeremy. What do you talk about? One of your favorite games? Well, one of my favorite games, and this was because. We'll get the joke out of the way already so Daniel can't pose it, but I'm a little bit older than everybody else here. So I was actually around before there were video games. Ha, 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 ha. So was I. A little bit. Well, I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah. I guess. yeah. Uh, didn't have a video game in my house until I was I, – I, now I know I was a freshman in college when the PlayStation came out, but the Nintendo, I believe, came out in 85. You weren't even alive in 85, were you? you were yeah, like, I was alive, okay. but I don't think it. Uh, it was eighty five, or was it eighty? Was it eighty three? It, it could out. have been a little bit before. Yeah. This game came out though in eighty six, and it was called simply called 
pro wrestling. And it was one of the most uh, awesome games. It had different player modes. Uh, you could play single or you could play the uh, two-player mode. The two-player mode was a little less intricate. All you could do in two-player mode was play against a friend, and it was a two-out-of-three-falls match like we, we've seen on uh, wrestling here lately. Uh, that's all. You couldn't pick the same wrestler. It was just if if you picked Fighter Hayabusa, I couldn't pick Fighter Hayabusa. I always picked Starman, though. He was he was one of my favorite uh, characters on the game. But the single-player mode, was, which is was what really grasped my interest because I've always talked about how I'm an old-school wrestling fan. And in this game, you picked a guy. You could pick any guy off the roster, including the guy who was in this story mode. His name was King Slender. If you picked anybody but King Slender, he was the first boss that you defeated. So uh, if you picked Starman, you would wrestle everybody else on the roster. If, if you won all your matches, you would face the VWA heavyweight champion, King Slender, Video Wrestling Association. Uh if you if you selected King Slender to play, then you would fight a guy named Giant Panther for that championship. Um, after winning that title, the second stage of gameplay would begin. As the VWA champion, you had to defend the title against everybody. And after you had won ten matches, that would result in a title match of the champion of a rival promotion, which was the VWF. And his name was Great Puma. If you defeated Great Puma, you would become an interpromotional champion and end the game. Uh, most people, most people who are Nintendo aficionados say that that the great uh, great Puma was like the toughest boss out of all Nintendo games ever. the The notable things about this game, and I'm looking this up on uh, on the game's website. The let's see, the game was one of the first wrestling games to feature an in ring referee. It was one of the first. It was the first wrestling title to feature a cameraman at ringside, even though he didn't interact with the wrestlers. But the referee in the game was interactive. So if a pinfall was attempted, the referee would run to where, to the, where the two wrestlers were, lay down on his stomach, and begin the three count. Um, it just was one of my favorite games because that that left structure. Uh, I don't know how many people remember the Nintendo per se, but like those games could last forever. You could play those forever and forever, but once you were done with them, you either had to, like this game per se, you couldn't just keep fighting as the as the double champion. The game was done and you had to reach, you had to erase the file and start over. So that was, uh, you know, that was, that was my first favorite game and if you put it in front of me today, I'd probably play it for several, several hours. Yeah, I mean, it's an old school game for sure. Uh, I don't remember playing If I did play it, I, I um, Kind of, I, I I think more than likely on that system I was more with Mario, but I was I think I was more playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out than I was because it kind of had that look. I mean, I do recognize the picture of when you show it to me. I just don't I don't remember playing it as much or like I said, if I played it, it was it was really quick and it wasn't memorable to me like that. But that's okay. I mean, I was young. And then you know? they had a new they had a they had a sequel to this game that incorporated tag team play and it was it was fun as well. But yeah, I remember um, um, something similar that came out. Uh, the, 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 on, on the Nintendo, I had uh, WrestleMania, um, with uh, WBF WrestleMania, uh, which was kind of a, you know, it was it was by claim and it had Hulk Hogan on the front. So I'm looking at it right now, and I, I played that more um, than I rem- the wrestling game I remember on Nintendo uh, than um, than that. But uh, or the arcade Superstars, WBF Superstars, which I was at the arcade. I remember always playing that when I go to the arcade. Um, that was I, I would actually like playing that more than ever uh, playing the um, playing the arcade game um, the BB Superstars uh, that was fun um, I think they even made one on the Game Boy um, years later or yeah right <clears throat> but um, but my favorite um, one of my favorite games growing up playing was actually the WCW game that that, uh, that was on the Nintendo 64 only. And uh, they actually made the, they came out with one version, and they came out with another like a, another two version of it. But it was called uh, WCW NWO Revenge. Um, oh yeah. Uh, which was uh, what you know what? Actually, take that back. 
Uh, World Tour was was good, but the Revenge was even better. Yeah, World Tour right. was 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 like Revenge was like the next level. But I remember World Tour, WCW versus NWO World Tour. That was great. But the Revenge was the part two of that, and that to me was more like when WCW Nitro came out on PlayStation. I got that game on Nintendo sixty four. The second, the next one, the night, and that just was more fun. Uh, to me, than the um, just because of what you could do, the game set, the play, you could do more with six with Nintendo sixty four, and it was just it was just a lot, a uh, lot of really cool. That's to me, that was where the video games for wrestling took that next level, where you can actually really incorporate moves better and do a lot more cool stuff. I just remember that game, and I played that forever. Yeah, that was. I think that was probably one of, if not the greatest wrestling games of all time, just yeah. for how fun and exciting the gameplay was for it another game that i want to talk about too is uh smackdown here comes the pain which in my opinion is probably the greatest pro wrestling game of all time there the story campaign isn't necessarily something to write about because it's pretty uh run of the mill in my opinion but all the new things that they added in terms of gameplay just completely blew its predecessor which i think was uh shut your mouth well, so so I'm looking at that right now. So you, you had WS SmackDown came out in 2000, mm-hmm. and that was the first one of that. Then you had WS SmackDown 2, Know Your Role. That, that's a fantastic game. That was that was a great game. Then you had um, SmackDown, WS SmackDown, Just Bring It. Uh, but uh, then you had Shut Your Mouth. Um, that was um, that was after that. And then Here Comes the Pain was in released on PlayStation in 2003. So so 2000 was was uh, SmackDown 2002, or 2001, sorry, was Just Bring It. 2002 was Shut Your Mouth, and 2003 was Here Comes Your Pain. Yeah, and that had a, that, if the title's not familiar to you, it's because Brock Lesnar was on the cover, and that's what Taz would always say when he came out. Yeah. But all the new things they added, um, you could do the Elimination Chamber match for the first time. Yep. Uh, I believe that was the first SmackDown game to have legends that you could unlock. Like, I remember you could play as... Uh, the old school Dead Man Undertaker. You could play as Mass Kane. I think it had um, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Hulk Hogan. No, it didn't have Hulk Hogan in it. I know that for sure. Um, I don't think it had Ultimate Warrior either. Uh, I think it had Hillbilly Jim in it, but I know it had. Uh, oh, it never. It says Hogan's removed. Okay, never mind. It says they were removed because before the game, they were, originally we were going to have the game. I was reading something else. They said they uh, removed them before the game was released. Okay. Yeah, but um, you could. Create your wrestler in a way that the ga- previous games couldn't. Like you could just create him a la carte how you wanted. Um, mm-hmm. That was like really the introduction to guys like making characters, but have them look like you know modern wrestlers. Like I remember my cousin and I. You're, you're going to hear this a lot because I would always go to my cousin's house to play these games. Uh, we would print out just pages upon pages of like creative wrestler layouts to make guys like. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, all these guys. And, you know, you could go, you could make like fancy matchups. Um, there was a feature in there where you could take the current belt holders and then make certain guys belt holders. Like, I think in the base game, you had Brock Lesnar as a WWE champion, but you could remove him as champion and put like Kurt Angle or another SmackDown guy on there. Um, I believe that was the first SmackDown game to have brought panties matches to. Uh, and for the record, in 2000, WB, WB, this is before WCW went went uh, south or, or went away, but but a claims deal with uh, WB, WWF at the time ended in 99. In 2000, THQ came over uh, to WWF, and the first thing they did was actually create uh, WrestleMania 2000, which was very similar on the Nintendo 64, that's similar to the Games gameplay of WCW's games, and then they all, then they started for PlayStation creating SmackDown. So this was a THQ um, game. This is like their fourth game they've made, fourth or fifth game they made with them. But this was like a T- THQ kind of uh, thing, which they made after the Nintendo sixty four. They made games exclusively just for SmackDown, or I'm sorry, just for PlayStation, and then games separately, exclusively just for Nintendo. So you never it was GameCube at the time. So you never had. A game that you could get on both systems. You either had, if you had a GameCube, it was called this, and this was the game. If you had a PlayStation, it was this, and this was the game. So that's one thing I like about THQ. They made, they didn't make it where the game could be on any. You, if you had, if you had a pl- different platform, you had a different game. But among all of the WWE games out there, SmackDown 
is probably is the uh, main game for that brand because SmackDown ended up becoming SmackDown versus Raw, and then it became for a little bit like WWE 12, 13, I think it was 14, and then took a 2K eventually took over as the uh, official. Yeah, like we'll get, marquee game for WWE. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to the 2K here in a little bit. But yeah, so it was THQ had them for about 10 years or longer. And uh, like I said, they made games different on that. And I remember even the GameCube had some good ones. Like I remember when WrestleMania, and, and, and GameCube games were always WrestleMania themed. So you had WrestleMania 2000, then you had uh, on Nintendo, and then it went to WrestleMania uh, 18, WrestleMania 19, WrestleMania 20. It, that was all the games they made yeah. for GameCube. Uh, or, or, then, or then, then eventually, um, uh, you had what was called um, after the SmackDown games. They went to SmackDown versus Raw games, um, and then they end up uh, adding years to those. Uh, Raw, <coughs> Raw versus two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, ten to eleven, yeah. and then I think that went all the way up until um, until basically the two thousand ten ten year ten year deal ended with. Uh, THQ, and they went to um, that's when they went to uh, 2K uh, games, and those first 2K games were kind of generic because they were yeah. building their they were building their um, brand up, yeah. um, starting, but they started to take it to another level, uh, like like the, like the 2K games do once they hit a bound. I think if I'm not mistaken, it might have been the 13 one with CM Punk on the front, maybe 14 with the uh, with the Rock on it, but that's where they kind of started going to another level for that. But but uh, go ahead, everything. Everything you highlighted pretty much started with Here Comes the Pain because of like all the new match types that they added, like and all the different animations that and settings you could fight. Like um I remember if you did a hardcore match, you could like transition from stage to stage, like you could start in a ring or you could start actually in the middle of Times Square and you could actually get your character like to the top of Times Square if you had your character down long enough. And you could do like a diving move off of Times Square onto your opponent, which was hard to do. But if you did it, that was like the that was like basically the end of the match right there. So my favorite uh, game uh, back at that time. Let's go back a little bit. So um, when the WCW was going on, I would have the WWF games, and there was a, there was a game called Warzone that came out mm-hmm. um, in '98, and that was a good game. But then, but the ad, WWF Attitude, I remember that was supposed to be released. In May, um, May of uh, no, it was supposed to be released in April or May of 1999. I think it was. I think it was May of 1999. And then what happened was um, a big tragic event happened May 23rd of 1999, right before the game was released, and uh, that caused the game to put put on hold. And that was when Owen Hart uh, died tragically at the WWF event. So the game ended up being dedicated to him, but they had to go through, and because of the on the lawsuit with Martha Hart, they had to go through and, and take removal. away yeah. Owen Hart from the game, which took a few months. Yeah. So the game didn't... Because heavily involved in the story modes. And story modes, everything. Yeah. So the game didn't get released officially until August of 1999. It actually released, um, um, yeah, pretty much August. Of, well, it released in July and August, depending on what part of the country you were in right. or world you were in. But uh, so then that, but I remember when that game came out, and that was and that was probably the best acclaimed sports game that WBF ever did at the time, uh, just because it was just it was it was awesome. It was an awesome game. He had he had um, the gameplay was a little funny, and I feel like they they. Um, but I think I think having Owen Hart removing Owen Hart from the game and push gave him more time to go and develop some stuff. But um, yeah, it just it had a great. Um, um, Great, great. Had a lot more wrestlers in it. A lot more. You had a creative wrestler option in there too, as well, with theme songs and interests. Like you could do things that you could never do before. So that uh, that was that was the best game claim ever did. Even though they did like two more later, but that right there was uh, was pretty amazing. Actually, no, that was the last game claim did. Sorry, they did um, um, they did other stuff on the PC, but that was the last one on the gaming. And that was available on. Um, Game Boy Color, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, and Dreamcast. <laughs> Remember Dreamcast? Um, yeah. That was available on that on those um, on those aspects. Where Warzone before that was just on the Game Boy and PlayStation. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I I, I I really remember playing that all the time, and that was that was one of my favorite games. But I still think the best game overall was I loved to play the WrestleMania arcade game. Um, that was so fun. Um, just uh, for WWF's aspect back in that day, uh, it was just. Um, and I had it on the Super Nintendo, 
Uh, that that just became because you had I mean you had Bret Hart, you had uh, Yokozuna, um, Doink the Clown. You had a lot of people during that time, which was weird because that that uh, um, it was kind of set up like it kind of reminded me of like a Street Fighter way because the way you, the wrestlers would move on the sides. Yeah, and that's what I loved about that. It was kind of kind of set up like that, and you would you would you would do a couple moves and do do do, and you would kick and. Uh, but the arcade game was probably before WBF Attitude in the '90s was my favorite WBF game of all of all time, and probably still I would say they had it, the arcade game was better than that just because of the fact that it's just a classic retro look and the whole nine yards. Attitude just made it cool because of the new people, but um, the arcade game was definitely my my favorite WBF game up until uh, THQ took over. The art, WrestleMania, the arcade game that came out on the systems, or the actual one that was out in the arcade. Well, it was out the Wrestle arcade. Fest, it was called WrestleFest, I think. No, it was, no, it was it was just called WWF well, WrestleMania. The first one was called the first WWF video game that was in the arcade was called Wrestle WrestleFest. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But that, but, but right. that one, the, I, I was one because I think they had one called WrestleMania, the arcade game, but it came out on the systems. I was just asking. No, no, no. They had okay. They had an arcade game called WWF WrestleMania, and then. And then they be um, okay. I was just asking for clarification. Yeah, but then it became. Um, but then they the arcade game was kind of right. like they 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 based it off the arcade version. Gotcha. Kinda, how it looked and everything. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the WrestleFest was fun. Uh, there was also um, uh, there was another one too. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Was it Super WrestleMania? No, that, yeah. was, that was on the Super Nintendo though. No, I think there was. I think there was an actual arcade game arcade game called Super WrestleMania. I'm looking here. Super, there was superstars yeah, for sure. There, superstars. Okay, that's what it was. Was that the one that had like Hogan, Undertaker, Psycho Sid, and all that? Or I think so. Yeah, I think I'm trying to. I'm trying to look them here. Uh, go ahead. What were we going to say? What was the one that uh, they had? They released one, and I don't remember what platform it was on, but where you could do like Mortal Kombat type finishers on, on your opponents. Do you remember that? That might have been the arcade game. Yeah, it was okay. probably WrestleMania because like you could you could play as Doink the Clown, handshake somebody, and it'll electrocute. Yeah, yeah, literally. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it was it was it was the arcade game. Right, as right. I said, it kind of looked like Street Fighter kind okay. of deal to it. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but in that game, I think like if you hit Yokozuna, like food would yeah. just come out of yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a good game, um, but that wasn't my my second. Uh, the second one I was going to bring up the the thing about the, the, the stop looking off my notes. Uh, the Nintendo 64 games, you knew when you had a special game because they didn't just come in gray. They came in different colors. Mm-hmm. If you had a red one, you knew it was Spider-Man off top. Yeah. The first Madden was blue. Donkey Kong Country was uh, was was yellow. Zelda was gold. But my favorite game from the Nintendo 64, wrestling-wise, was No Mercy. It came in a nice black case. It was one of the first uh, wrestling games where you could create your own championships and defend them. And... Again, these this this stuff happened before the age of the internet, so you didn't know Easter eggs were truly surprises at that point. So you get to a point you defeat everybody that's in your way, and Andre the Giant comes out to challenge you, and that was one of the cool because Andre had just passed away a couple years prior, and you're like, "There's about, no about way." About eight years prior, but was yeah. it okay? Well, eight years prior, so it's a guy you didn't expect to ever see again, and he comes out to challenge you after your pay per views over. And it's just amazing. It was it was amazing gameplay. Um, and I think that was actually the first Nintendo. Uh, that was I, I talked about the WrestleMania games, but I forgot that was actually the first when SmackDown came out on PlayStation. No, no, okay, WrestleMania. That was the second game. WrestleMania 2000 was the first game. Then it was No Mercy before WrestleMania for the other WrestleMania games. So that was the second WrestleMania game or a second uh, THQ game on the Nintendo 64. And I do remember that game. That was a good game. And that was a little more... They, well, the, no Mercy was the last out of all the Nintendo 64 video games. Then it, there's one more after that. Well, I think. It, says, it says here on their website, no, no Mercy was the last in the series. Of the oh, yeah, because they went to GameCube. Games. That's right, because they went to the GameCube games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, then they right. started doing WCW versus... What I'm saying is it's the Tour. second... Uh, THQ okay. game, okay. yeah. Where right. the first one was Fair WrestleMania, enough. No Mercy, and then they went to then they kept doing WrestleManias on GameCubes. But yeah, that was the first, um, uh, or that was the second um, game and last, I guess, on the um, on with THQ, and that had that whole game. The, the gameplay was very similar, but a little bit more advanced as the years gone on uh, from the WCW THQ games. And and I liked, and, and once again, I liked how 
in the GameCube, and uh, I just like how THQ made things separately. And I and I kind of with two K, I'm okay with them having different. I guess the same on different systems, but I, it wouldn't for people. I don't have both at the moment. But if I did, but but if let's say I have a Switch and, and an Xbox, I would like to have two separate games, one for a Switch and one for an Xbox that's different. That's just for the Switch, and then your 2K could be for Xbox right. or PlayStation because I would like them to come out with a game just for the Switch. I think it'd be cool. All right, so we both have given two of our favorites. I wanted to go to social media real quick, if yeah, that's okay ahead. with yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, at Randall Floyd underscore whoever that guy is. Yeah, uh, he he said the Rocketeer. W- no, that's not going to happen. We talked already. He hates it. Uh, WWE All-Stars is very underrated. And that's the one that's very, like, super dramatic, slow motion, the bit huge, ju- you know, it's, I agree, very underrated. Uh, Turtle underscore B-I-T-W, our buddy Turtle, said WWF Royal Rumble. That was one of the first uh, Super Nintendo, or Super, yeah, one of the first Super Nintendo Wrestling, uh, WWF wrestling games, I believe, but it was the first one where you could ha- actually have a run in WWF Royal Rumble. Yeah, no, that was actually on the Dreamcast. Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, I no, had no, it on oh, the no, Super no, Nintendo. No, 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 no. There's okay. There, there's a 2000 version, so okay. 1993. All okay, right, it was, so, on, it was on Super Nintendo, uh, uh, Sega Genesis. Right, and it was the first wrestling game that that actually offered a run in during, and it never made sense. Like you could be Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. And uh, Bad News Brown would come out and interfere in your match for some reason. You could, you could. There was a button on the controller where you could signal for a, for a run in, but it never was. It never made any sense. Um, Craig Hensley, Craig underscore Hensley, he said, "King of the Ring for Game Boy, WrestleMania the arcade game, as you said already, WrestleMania 2000 for the Nintendo 64, and Super WrestleMania for the Nintendo 64, all solid games." Uh, he also said. Best arcade game ever, WrestleFest, which we talked about a few minutes ago. At Cards Fan JK said Pro Wrestling on the NES, which I said earlier. And then at Southern Card says um, WWF Attitude, SmackDown 1 and 2, and WWF Warzone were his favorites. And then at Michael, uh, at MW Puckett said all the in, uh, WCW games on the 60, uh, N64. So we had a lot of, uh, we had a variety there, but that, I think that pretty much, uh, I, I don't remember any other ones that were just like groundbreaking. Like well, this the, is the, the first one time. that the one that gets the most cred on on internet and 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 maybe because we have a Reddit guy over here is 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 for sure the SmackDown. Here comes the pain. That legit, like I see that all the time. People yeah. constantly brag about that, and I love that game. Don't get me wrong. I just I think I I, I guess looking back, I it probably is. I, I go back further, so that's why it's harder for me to say that's right, the best because right, I like right, games right. that were further back than that. But that was legit, like, it was top notch game it was for a good real. Game. Uh, in the two K era, though, I will say that other than twelve and thirteen, which kind of was kind of similar, thirteen kind of started to take to the next level because of. Uh, but but when they went when they got um, in, in fourteen it was good, but but the first game that was on the uh, the one in the PlayStation Four was the two K fifteen that had John Cena on the front of it. That really took another level because you're, you're and, and because of the systems you're on, not because of who was on the cover, but because of the systems they were on, they actually. I love John Cena. I don't know what you're talking about. They actually were able to take to the next level and really, really like, you know, make it really more of a. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to more of a more realistic, I guess you would say, especially when you're doing the creative wrestler, but it's getting better and better every time. I mean every yeah, every year. Especially now now that you know online gameplay has become so expansive. Like I was talking about earlier about like how you had to print out pages upon pages to make specific wrestlers in your game. Now you can just download those characters at a button's notice basically. So like you could go to the community creations and get like the old Nitro stage or you could get uh, like a CM Punk creator wrestler if you're playing like 2K16 or 2K17, something like that. Yeah, and what I, and, and one thing that's cool about the the new 2K games is too is that say you could buy a pack where they release certain wrestlers throughout the years or throughout the months or whatever. It's like three months later, you can get a pack that has your NXT stars. Yeah, they I don't have that. to they don't have to make them in the game. Or before you used to if they weren't in the game, you had to wait another year or two years before you're in the game. And now. It, then maybe a couple months, all of a sudden they're made. And this is made by 2K, not made by a fan that makes it where you can download it, which is cool too. 
a couple of additions. I didn't see these a minute ago. At underscore Nick Birch says WCW Mayhem was very underrated. Oh, that that's a really underrated game. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And then at Stephen Rummage, I don't know who that is, says WCW NWO Revenge all day. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, WC, you said WCW Mayhem. Mayhem. I think well, I looked at that earlier and was going to talk about that. Oh yeah, that was. That was the game. Yeah, that helped when their logo changed, and uh, that was um, had Goldberg on the front. That was that was released in 1999. So yeah, that was a, that was right. That was a uh, WCW Thunder was decent too on the PlayStation, but not. Eh. But it was it, no, it was it was eh. like it was like. But it, I feel I feel like WCW Nitro was a better game. WCW NWO Thunder just had more characters in it. Uh, um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but You're um, wrong. Thank you, Jeremy. You're welcome. But. Um, in WCW Mayhem, um, all the matches took outside. Like none of them were inside the ring, correct? In WCW Mayhem, yeah, that's all I remember from that game. Because like you could do the uh, Human Torch match where you could literally light someone on fire to win. There was also the First Blood match, which um, you know at the time looked good, but if you compare it to say you know SmackDown or Comes of Pain or SmackDown versus Raw, you know it just blows it out of the water. I don't know. So you said you could you never fought in the ring. Yeah, like most of the matches you did was outside, I believe. Well, you're thinking of a different game, I think, because this says this game is the first game to feature all 12 WCW pay per view venues as well as all three WCW TV shows, Nitro Thunder and Saturday Night. It said. It was the first wrestling game released in the United States to include backstage areas. You're thinking of that's backstage you, assault. You, you is what you're, thinking you're thinking of backstage assault. Yeah. WCW backstage. Oh, ah, okay. Game released, that was released the next year. It says it was also one of the first wrestling games to integrate audio commentary provided by Bobby Heenan and Tony Schiavone. I'm going to check out backstage assault real quick. Well, you said it, it was the first. Was go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Backstage assault, it says. Um, backstage assault. It, 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 it removed the ring. And the entire match took place backstage. Yeah. Said it was poorly received and only sold two hundred thousand copies. Yeah, so that was the one that that um was only back like you never fought in the ring. Gotcha. Um it was, it was released right after that, right after that one. Yeah. Jeremy, you said that uh WCW Mayhem was the first to have like fully integrated audio, right? Yeah, uh, commentary, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because you had commentary on like Warzone and Nitro, but it wasn't, it didn't necessarily narrate what was happening in the ring. It was just like power bomb, pile driver, vertical suplex. Right. It didn't necessarily tell a story. And I will say this when Acclaim left WWF and they lost, they, got, they went to ECW, did two games for that. But I do remember, I don't remember Anarchy Rules, but I do remember ECW Hardcore Revolution in 2000. That was a good game too. But it was very similar to WCW or WBF uh, attitude. It had the very same gameplay, which makes sense because that's what kind of those systems did. They kind of they already had a gameplay. They kind of just took it and added the new era in there, new right. groups of people. So it's very similar. To, that's why it didn't sell as much because it was like it wasn't anything new. But uh, but it was very. Uh, but it was it was a good game. Like it was really. I mean, I like actually these kind of games. It makes me want to go back and play them. I wish like the new PlayStations that you can buy the little 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 the uh, retros retros that have the twenty games. Yeah. I wish like you could actually do an add on and like play your games. I know you can buy retro things. I get all that and yeah. play those games, but I just it'd be cool to like they they allow you to do, to, to do that. Yeah. Another game that I think that honestly that was on the Xbox three hundred and sixty that uh, I enjoyed. Uh, it, and even it was in an era when it was actually really good. And then it got bad and it got good again. But that was TNA's Impact game. I, I enjoyed that game. It was fun. Did y'all remember that game at all? I, I remember it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, I know my cousin had it for sure, but I personally never played it. Yeah, it was um, it was released in uh, I don't know nineteen two thousand I don't know two thousand eight maybe. Uh, but it had it was the first game it had AJ Styles on it. It had some old Joe, it had Sting, and and uh, I remember it being promoted on yeah. the show, but I, did, I never played it. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I have it. it but That's cool. Of course, being in the six sided ring, it was a little different. But yeah, it was it was fun. They had another game uh, after that, or a couple years, I think a couple games after that. But I never played those. I just played the first TNA Impact. And I have and I, ha- I have it for the Xbox. It was it was fun. Um, but the Raw, the Raw versus SmackDowns were also like I said, they were good. But uh, they kind of got. They just, you know, they just added every year. They need to, where I think 2K actually does something bigger and better every year when they release games now. 
Um, so, what's your favorite 2K game so far? Is it what has to be the new one, or is it? Um, mm, I would say probably. Are we counting 12 and 13 in this? Yeah, yeah that's 2K games. Definitely 2K13. Then I know it's not called 2K13, but I can't shake the stigma off of it. It's my favorite, not only because my boy CM Punk is on the cover of it, but because of the uh, Attitude Era story mode that you would get to play through up until WrestleMania 15, I believe. Because this is where, because um, even though it was, the reason why I didn't have the 2K name is because THQ got bought out. So this was a still kind of a THQ Ukes game. Right. So when they, they got bought by them, and that's where it became 2K14, that's what was the first one called that. Right. Um, which was... THQ kind of sold their rights or whatever it was, and um, but it's still the same developer and the same people. Um, I, mean, I, I liked fourteen too. I think um, I, I think it was seventeen. It had Brock Lesnar in the front. I think that one was where it kind of like really took to the next level uh, for me uh, in the in the two K world. Um, I haven't really played nineteen. I play eighteen more than I played nineteen. Even though I own it, I just haven't played it as much. As I played eighteen, and I think um, eighteen was decent, but seventeen to me was really was really really good. Uh, I've I've played nineteen, and I'll tell you the story mode for it is by far the best ever in a two K game. Oh, I can see that, and it should be as it, as it gets more and more. Because uh, it's like you're starting out as an actual pro wrestler. Like they really took their time to understand, like this is how the independents are. This is the kind of bookings you get, and then you work your way up all the way to the main roster. The worst uh, wrestling game that I ever uh, – I played it for a few minutes and quit playing it again um, was uh, WWE's Legends of WrestleMania. Ugh. Terrible. Don't, um, don't ever get it, guys. Well, I'm glad we or Crash it. Hour. That was another one. That wasn't a wrestling game. It was just like everybody driving cars. That's the one that Jake Gay was talking about earlier. Yeah. What? The cra- uh, d- where the wrestlers were driving like the monster trucks and stuff. No, no, no. That was – I mean, Crush Hour was its own game. I was talking about uh, Monster Truck Madness 2, where you could like do outdoor races with monster trucks, and you could yeah. pick like WCW trucks that you could race with. Oh, like, okay. I don't I, remember that one. I thought you were referring to that one. It's a very obscure game for the PC, but I had a blast playing it. I would always just beat everybody with the Hollywood Hogan truck. We were supposed to talk about our favorites, not the worst. This is quite the 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 ominous way to end uh, We're not episode. done. I don't we're ending the episode yet. No. Um, so yeah, but, but you know, another thing too is that I do I do think they've had brought some pretty cool games on like your your play, your phone, um, like you know your champions and uh, what was the other one they had? Um, Immortals. Immortals and stuff like that. They've had the pretty cool ones. Those are fun to play with. I know sometimes. a lot of my friends played at a WWE Supercard game. Yeah, see, I never I never got into that one, but I heard it was really me neither. I heard it was fun. I've had people actually when I've opened, hey, do you get did you get a Supercard of that? Can I have it? I'm like, well, sure. So I send them a link of whatever code it is so they can use it in something. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's um, those are those have been okay uh, for the most part. Didn't Ho- didn't Hulk Hogan have a game, um, his own game like back in, we've well, had a few of them, but didn't he have like one recently where like he wasn't contracting anybody? I know there was a game called the legends of pro wrestling back in like, I want to say 2002 or 2003, where it just had like all an all-star cast of pro wrestlers from the seventies and eighties. You had like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Sting, King Kong, Bundy, but Waller you're talking Kong about a, a mobile game, correct? No, Hulk, no. Oh, just like a Hulk Hogan only Yeah, game? I just found it. It's called Hulk Hogan's Main Event. It was created in 2011. This is when he was contracted with TNA. Uh, 2011, it was Hulk Hogan's Main Event on Xbox 360. And I heard that was not that great of a game. And um, it looks like, you, you look at it, it looks like the, the cover has a guy that kind of looks like a patriot but without the, the red, white, and blue. And then it looks like he's hitting Shelton Benjamin. It's, I don't know. It's just, um, but I don't know if, it's in, if there was anybody in the... It it uh oh it required the connect so it was like it was a connect game so that's what I think you had to like be you know had the connect tied up to it or whatever um but yeah it, I, I don't think it was that great of a game um it got a composite one out of ten stars mm, yeah so that yeah I found the game I was talking about it was called uh Show, Showdown Legends of Wrestling and it was made by Acclaim. Had everybody in it, like Hogan, Savage, Jake the Snake. And there was a mode I was always intrigued by. Uh, I don't know what it was called, but um, you could always recreate like 
the cla- the most classic of classic matches. Like, oh yeah, see that right here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you could do uh, Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman. You could do Dusty Rhodes versus Abdullah the Butcher. And how do they, you- they get away with this game? Because I think all these wrestlers didn't have like legends contracts at the time. Like I know Hogan wasn't signed with WWE. Oh, so you mean they 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 got. They signed the rights to use their name. Okay. Yeah, and you could play in classic venues like uh, you could play. You could play in the Mid South Coliseum. You could do the Texas Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Horrible game. You didn't like it? Nope. Just too clunky for you. Yeah, or? that's what it was. I, I, I get it, but the nostalgia of it really uh, touched me as a wrestling fan as a whole. Well, apparently, Legends of Wrestling was like a another like they came out with other games. Like in two thousand one, they had one. Two thousand two, they had one. And um, and so this was like the third version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Legends, of, the first one also had like uh, the Road Warriors, Lawler, Bret Hart. Um, it had a lot of so these are and these are done by looks to be by uh, by claim. So wow, I never really played these games before. So that's pretty cool. I'll have to check those out um, on the old PlayStation Two. Yeah, I love so. Showdown. It's one of my favorite games. Definitely top five. Awesome. So, guys, we appreciate you listening to this topical episode. I know it's a little different. We haven't talked. We haven't done a topic episode in a while, though. So we figured we'd talk about video games, um, you know, and uh, and everything. Do you have any more final things you want to say? No, we covered just about everyone that I that I cared for. You got one more thing to say? Yeah, I do uh, have one more video game that I want to shout out that most people probably wouldn't know about. Uh, so I want to give a first a shout out to uh, Kotaku because that's where I found this video game at. I'll be honest, I've never played it before, but I think it's very fascinating to you know bring up. So there was a game in, in the early 90s for the Super Nintendo. It was called uh, Super Fire Pro Wrestling Special. And this game right here is basically, you could say it's a microcosm of pro wrestling because this is possibly the most tragic game in history, not let alone pro wrestling video games. So there's a story, the story mode... You play as a wrestler working his way up through his federation in Japan. But along the way, you have a lot of personal tragedies that happen. Uh, your tag team partner, your coach, and your best friend, they all die in the ring. And in, when your best friend dies, he dies facing a wrestler called Dick Slender, who is a cheap doppelganger for Ric Flair. I kid you not. Like He literally looks like a carbon copy version of Ric Flair. So, more of the story, you lose your best friend, your coach, your tag team partner, all in the ring. You accidentally kill one of them. And the final match that you play is against Dick Bruiser for the uh, heavyweight championship. You win the title, but it's sort of pyrrhic because your character contemplates whether or not it was worth it in the end because you lost everybody that mentored you up until that point. And then three days later your main character actually commits suicide at the end. <clears throat> well, I thought Daniel was, was putting a buzzkill to the end of the episode, but it's clear you just wrapped the ball on the top of that present. Yeah, it's 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 a hard game to play through or watch. Uh, it was only made available in Japan, so most don't know about it, but it's a, it's a very iconic game for several, several reasons. Wow. Well, um, I still love WCW NWO Revenge. So I'm <laughs> with that note. So, something, something to raise our spirits. I, I now feel like I have to like go put my church clothes on and. Uh, so so who wants to take funeral. who wants to take this ass whipping in 2K19 after this? I oh, was that a challenge. Should we have the Ringside Podcast 2K19 challenge? We should. We should. We should do that. I'm video. glad I thought of that. We should video that. Let's do that. None Let's of that 100 soon. overall creator wrestler bullshit. We're just going to do no, main you pick, roster you pick, guys. You pick a, yeah, you pick a main roster guy and you have... Okay. All right, let's do that. And then let's 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 record it. We'll film it. We'll put it up. So we'll, we'll no, 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 I'm not soon. talking about just us three playing the game. I'm saying like that would be something great that that we could do at next year's uh, OVW tailgate. Yeah, it's something we could do, but also something we could do on a recurring guest. Like we have to part of the get you come on the show, and then you have to challenge, and then yeah, we could record it and put it up as video content. Yeah, you challenge it. So can, can, ringside, we we hold on. Us three would be just considered ringside podcast. So whoever you go against the person, and so it's so if, if I was to win against say Randall Floyd, that's one for ringside, you know, zero for Randall. Well, then if 
Jay Lee comes in and beats you or beats me, then that's ringside takes it L. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Okay. So we, we'll keep it between guests and ringside. I, I like that idea. I'm, I'm, and, and we'll see. We'll I'm see. glad we thought of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to be like LeVar Ball. Undefeated. Never lost. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, um, as always, once again, you can get you can uh, support the Ringside Podcast by going to our sponsor at Color Noble Brand. If you go to store.colornoblebrand.com, use promo code Ringside, you save 10% and you help the Ringside Podcast out. We appreciate all the support. Um, when you do that, you get great rest in apparel. And as I mentioned on the last show, it's still available this show. If you take us if you take a picture of your order using the promo code ringside and you show that you checked out and send us a link at ringside podcast, send us, send us a picture or on Instagram, tag us on Instagram or even on tag us on Facebook. We will send you a gift. It could be an autograph eight by 10. It could be another t-shirt. It could be a mug. It could be a book, uh, by, you know, the owner of OBW. It could be many, many things, but it's going to be something cool, some event or some, something special, or it could be, if you're locally, it could be, um, uh, it also could be a tickets to an OBW, ticket to OBW event. event. Yep, a big event, not just a, a, a Wednesday night show like actual SNS or maybe even this September 11th show. We'll see. So, um, so yeah, just uh, send that out to us, and we can, you can all find us all on the podcast avenues too. By the way, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts, uh, or you can just go to or Spotify, or you can just go to Ringside Podcast. Podcast.com. You can get us on the Barnburner network, which you can also download the app for Barnburner Barnburner app. Uh, search for that. They're fired up, uh, and then you can also get us on the Hall About Sports network and app as well. There are over 114 platforms where you find podcasts. You can find this show, the Ringside Podcast, and we appreciate all the support. You can get us on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. At Jeremy underscore CSE. At Kruger Mania. All right, guys. And uh, once again, like I said, we appreciate all the support. Yep. Um, and um, and I guess till next time, um, when Jeremy comes back from vacation, Don't maybe we'll have in the a- meantime in the between time? I'm not done with that yet. I was just mentioning about the... the- Okay, this is episode 98, we got episode 99, and then we're leading right into episode 100, which is going to debut not only a big guest, but a new theme song, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? I'm, I'm pumped. I can't, I can't wait for this episode. It, it, will, it definitely is going to be one of my favorites of all time. All right. Well, in the meantime, between time, until next time. You can catch us ringside. See ya. <laughs>